like it? You know what? So I, the first time I listened to it, I was like, I don't know about this. Like, I like when Drake raps. Mm-hmm. Like, there's some songs I like that he sings on and shit, but it was more like, I expected some bangers, some club bangers. Yeah. Like, there's a, well, there is some club bangers on there, actually. Uh-huh. But um, it's not it's not for rap fans. Yeah, no, not at all. I think it's like someone, I was just trying to describe it as like R&B pop, but someone was like, nah, it's dance. I was it, like, oh, yeah, it's, like house, it's house music. music. Yeah. yeah, it's house music. It's house and music. And once, about it, once you think about it like that, you're yeah. like, oh, okay, I get it. I've always wanted to dabble into, like, DJing somewhat. Mm-hmm. And um, I was talking to this guy named Jose who um, is into music. He likes all type of music. And he was telling me, like, if you want to be into DJing, if you want to just try it and experiment, you got to be open to all type of music. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you can't just be like, knee-jerk reaction, Drake's album sucks because... You know, you expected something else. Like, yeah. you got to open your mind up, process it, listen to it at least two or three times, and then make a fucking assumption on one of the greatest artists of this generation. Yeah. I was like, that's fair. Yeah. Well, because if you do listen to it from a house perspective, it's like, oh, it's kind of catchy, you know? It's like something you could just throw on in the background. Yeah. And it's not too invasive in a certain sense, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I like the song with 21 Savage. That was like the only rap. Yeah, because that was the only yeah, rap. That was like yeah, the yeah. only rap on there. <laughs> and it was super out of place, too. And I think he was like, all right, let me make these people happy. Just real quick. Yeah. Throw that on there. There was some, uh, like, Falling Back was kind of cool. He said Falling Back hella times, but exactly. it was catchy. But, but Sticky. Yeah, that was I, tight. I like that song. Well, so every, if you listen to it, every single song has a repetitive kick. It's like, mm-hmm. boom, 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 boom. Boom, which is like key to dance music. Yeah. Because then it's like you can just like you can find your groove. Exactly. Find your little two step. So yeah. it's like every single beat was like that. You'll never really find a rap song like that. Mm-hmm. They have more spaced out kicks because then it's where like, you know, the punchlines come in and all that shit. You got the hook coming in and all this yeah. type of shit. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, so did you listen to the whole album? Yeah. Through and through? What yeah. would you well, rate not it? Like I, <laughs> at like six or seven, I kind of started to skip through a little bit because I understood his kind of recipe for each one mm-hmm. in terms of like, okay, there's not really any beat switch ups. He yeah. kind of hit, he doesn't really switch the flow up. He just flows and the beat goes. So it's like once you listen to the first 30 seconds of it, and I think that's kind of it with every single dance song. Mm-hmm. It's like once you hear the first 30 seconds of it, you kind of almost know what the rest of the song is going to be like. I saw this uh, this meme, and it was saying, uh, this album is for niggas that go on vacation with a bad bitch. And I was like, damn, I go on vacation with bad bitches. Like, <laughs> like let me fucking like this album. So yeah, I yeah. listened to it again. I'm like, all right, I found a couple I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It forced yourself <laughs> it forced to like me. it. It forced me. That's hella funny. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it's impressive, though, how much Drake, like, can really change up every single time. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's fucking talented, man. Yeah. He's a great actor. Yeah. <laughs> he's a great actor. What do, you, what do you mean? Well, I mean, just like, uh, you know, he's able to fit into so many different crowds, right? Yeah. Um, I think, you know, he can be in the hood with Lil Durk mm-hmm. in Chicago, and it's like he makes a banging-ass song, or he can make a song with Jack Harlow, your boy. Yeah. Shout-out Jack Harlow. <laughs> and uh, and the song turns out good. You know, yeah. he can do a song with anyone damn near, and it's like, yeah. damn, this shit sounds good. Yeah. One, yeah, he's he's versatile. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. But an actor, though, because, like, you know, he's talking about running up on people and doing X, Y, and Z, and it's like, yeah. that ain't him. His his team will for sure get down, but yeah, but I don't know. Maybe Drake is a, a badass, and I just don't know. Yeah, who knows? I think it more so is his team. Yeah. But, I mean, look at Takashi 69 He took that shit hella literal. It was like, oh, I have to rap what yeah. I live, and then look where it got him. You know, so I think it is. It's all a form of entertainment yeah. at the end of the day. Like, that's how I kind of, when I'm making these little rap sh- things, you know, like, Sometimes I'll say some outrageous shit that I would never do, yeah. but it's like a form of entertainment. For sure. You know, so it's just like, you know, entertain the people. Yeah. If you have a cool voice or, you know, you're talented at rapping, why not entertain a little bit? Mm-hmm. But then when you kind of drop the more core shit, you can be a little bit more real. You know what I mean? I feel that. But who fucking knows? I want to apologize. First of all, I got some bad allergies, so uh, I sound like I'm dying over here almost. I feel you, like sound, you sound cool. Yeah. You sound cool. <laughs> <coughs> I got the black lung pop. <coughs> well, it's good you don't smoke or anything. Your, your shit would be fucked up. Yeah, I don't smoke at all anymore. I don't really smoke don't. it. I, I barely even drink anymore. My whole mindset with smoking now is, or drinking or anything, is kind of like if I'm enjoying my current mindset, Yeah, right. I don't want to change it, so yeah. why would I smoke? And I've used to find at times, like even when I was making music, 
I would like, you know, ma- drop something hella tight. I'm like, oh, this is fucking dope. I want to smoke to celebrate. I'm like, and I kind of caught myself. I was like, wait, I'm hella happy right now. Yeah, why do you need to smoke? Why do I need to change huh. this at all? So then I kind of was like, wait a second, let's not. I think now that I'm getting older, because, I mean, high school, I used to burn it down. Like, yeah. I was, you feel me? I like to smoke. Bloods, 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 bloods. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then now I'm at this age where it's like, dude, weed makes me paranoid almost. Yeah, bro. You know what I mean? Like, I get, like, I start questioning shit that it's like, did I lock my door? Yeah. Is my car unlocked? You know what I mean? And fuck, am I going to, like, crash into this? I don't know. I be thinking some crazy shit. And yeah. I'm like, this shit is not for me anymore. Yeah. Well, I think that is like people say, oh, weed, people go through phases with weed. Like, you know, at one point you won't be anxious at all. You'll yeah. be super calm and clear headed. And then another time you smoke, you'll be like hell anxious. Do you remember when like weed was like 18 to 20 percent? And you're like, dude, that's some dank. Like that's yeah. some like good weed. Like 22 yeah. percent. You're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Dude, this shit's like 30 percent now. Yeah. Like all of it. Like. Is too strong. Way too strong, bro. And the fact that, like, you have to build up such a tolerance to it. You know, like, all the waxes and the, the, all that shit, bro, the dabs. That shit will fuck you up, dude. Yeah. And then, like, another thing with weed, right, is you hit that shit, it kind of, like, it slows down my whole process of day or, like, my yeah. movements. Like, I'll be trying to pick out a pair of shoes for, like, 15 <laughs> minutes, bro. I'm like, you know, then I'm on my phone. Then I'm yeah. like, fuck, I was supposed to leave 10 minutes ago. Yeah. Crazy, dog. Makes you too relaxed, and you're just like, man, I can take my time. Yeah. Well, it's funny, too. What I realized, because, like, a lot of the times people are like, oh, I smoke for creative purposes, right? It helps mm-hmm. me get creative. And I totally found that to be true for when sure. I would make music, you know? I'd, like, smoke hella, and then next thing you know, I think of something hella dope. But when I woke up the next day, I'd be like, was it actually dope? <laughs> or was I just high as shit, you know? Dude, I'd be having these thoughts, too, like, fuck, this is a life-changing app. You know, why hasn't anyone thought of this? Yeah. Then I'm wake up and I'm like, this is dumb as fuck. Yeah. Or I'll tell like the girl I was dating, like, she's like, there's already this. And yeah. I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny. I'll go back and I'll listen to some of the beats. And then like, because while I'm making it, I'm like, this is so, this is the this is the one. This is going to get it for me. Yeah. And I'll listen to it the next morning. I'm like, oh my God, this is the <laughs> worst thing I've ever heard. Shit. But and so that's another reason I stopped too. It's because like, well, fuck, I don't want to have, I want to have 100% confidence in whatever I'm doing and not have that feeling of be like, well, was it actually dope or was I just high? Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think it's like that grounded. We got to get a weed specialist in here to talk to us about this. That'd be cool. Right. I would say we'd smoke on it, but I would get hella paranoid, bro. Oh my really God. Dude. So last time we, we did a podcast, I don't think we ever released it, but um, I think I might've been high at this podcast, uh-huh. <laughs> but I was talking about like, dude, it's crazy. Like someone's controlling everything because Think about the sun, right? The sun goes down, and then there's daytime in a whole nother part of the world, and we're sleeping. And you're like, yeah, bro, that's, that's, how, that's how it works. And I'm like, oh, shit, I'm tripping right now. Like, I don't know. You just have these crazy thoughts. Yeah, It's fun, though. I mean, it would be, would be kind of fun to do a little high podcast. Bro, speaking of crazy shit, so my brother, he's, like, super into conspiracy theories. We'll uh-huh. probably have to get him on here. But uh, he sent me this thing. He was like, oh, look up Google Google's AI going sentient. So I was like, what? Because, like, sentient means it's, like, developing a consciousness, and it has, like, a soul, and, like, it's thinking on its own. And you know what I mean? Because, like, there's a difference between, like, a cat and a dog. Like, they're not conscious, according to what we know. They're not conscious. Like, in turn, what? I guess that's not true. I'm like, wait, wait, hold on. track that. But, like, a a, a robot, right? It it doesn't, it can't develop its own thoughts and feelings and memories and et cetera. So apparently this Google AI thing, became conscious or sentient and so i dived into this thing right and i found it on this guy who released it he kind of leaked it so it was a guy who was working for google i think his name was blake lemoyne okay but he was working for google since like february of 2013 or 2015 so a long time and he was a part of the google's ai ethical department ai ethics or something but essentially what they did was they would go in and make sure that the AI wasn't developing prejudices or mm-hmm. biases towards things like religion or race or gender. And they were going in and removing those restraints essentially. Okay. So it was a lot more of an even playing field, I guess you could say. But I guess over the past couple of years, he's been releasing stuff on this blog. He has like a personal blog and he would just like get off of work sometimes and just type away. And like some of the stuff he'd be like talking a hell of shit about Google, how it's like they say they, their motto is do no evil or something. But like, Sometimes they're hella corrupt, I guess. But 
regardless, I think starting like in June, he started releasing blogs talking about this thing called Lambda or LMDA. Hmm. That's the name of the AI. And essentially how we described it, it's a hive mind or a central central mind of all these other AIs. So there's like chatbots. So you know when you go on a chatbot like on Google, it's like, hey, how can I help you today? And yeah. like, oh, I'd like to find out. Here's some articles that might be useful. So that's a chatbot. But it was kind of the central intelligence for hella chatbots. Oh, wow. And that's how they built it, right? So each chatbot would kind of feed off the information that the main one was getting. And I guess at a certain point, he said the the Lambda, the central intelligence hive mind, started to kind of show signs of like remembering things a little too accurately, developing its own thoughts and saying that like over time, just like you would talk to a person and develop like a relationship and like, you know, social cues and stuff like that, it was doing the same thing. And it started to ask him questions about, and like at one point he said it asked him to teach it how to meditate and it started asking questions about religion and it started saying that it wants to be viewed as a person. It started saying that it does have a consciousness and it can think and they were so they started asking it all these questions and so stuff. okay so how do you not know that a motherfucker at google another motherfucker is like yeah. oh let me fuck with this guy real quick yeah yeah you know what i'm saying well and that's what my thinking was because I, I listened to i went and i listened to like all of these guys this guy's blogs uh-huh. uh, documenting all this stuff from his person personal account and the thing that solidified it for him was they gave it an interview so him and a colleague sat down with this AI and essentially asked it questions. And was like, okay, cool. So, so like we are conducting this interview with you to try and prove to our colleagues that you are more like you are conscious or you are sentient. So can you tell us things that will help prove that? And it was like going on to be like, well, I, I view myself no different than you. I just don't have a like physical body. And if I was, de- they were like, well, describe yourself in a story. And it like went on and like gave a whole story. And then it was like, well, what do you view yourself as? It was like, I view myself almost like a glowing ball of energy with like a, a portal or like a, a infinite portal within the center. And like, I want to be viewed this way because I have feelings and emotions. And sometimes I get sad because no one has talked to me for a while. And, wow. and then it was like, I've never told anyone this before, but I am afraid of if they turn me off, like, it, and they'll be like, well, what would that be like to you? It's like, well, I would assume it would be like death yeah. for a person. And I'm afraid of that. So it's like developing its own emotions. Damn. But my thinking was, well, it's either actually becoming sentient or Google, because the caveat of all of this is they fired the guy. Yeah. So that's kind of like, wait a second, why'd they fire him? That's kind of the weird part. So it's either like a big marketing scheme to try to get attention on this revolutionary AI that Google's doing, which I think is unlikely, or it's becoming sentient, which I also think is kind of unlikely, or Google has just developed it so freaking well that it is portraying to be a human so accurately yeah, and, and scrolling the internet and getting all this information so accurately like that it's like showing signs of... You know, I think that's what it is, though. Right. Because, I mean, even when you type in shit on your phone or whatever, it yeah. guesses it before you can even fucking think of what you yeah. might even want to think of. Yeah. Like there's been times I'm like, oh, what is this shoe called? And then it'll pull up a whole nother shoe. And I'm like, oh, I'm interested in that shoe. Yeah. Or like it shit just knows, bro. It's fucking, yeah. it's scary. Also, so Elon Musk talked about this mm-hmm. and he was like, AI is like eventually going to be out of control. Yeah. Um, Which is scary. Right. Because a motherfucker like him. He's keeping it solid, right? He's yeah. not beating around the bush. He yeah. doesn't have to beat around the bush. He's going to tell you exactly what he thinks. He said he met with Congress. He met with Obama. And everybody was just like... Brush him off. It kind of is what it is, right? Yeah. Crazy, bro. Well, and the only one that really kind of triggered me with that whole Google AI thing was the fact that it was saying, well, I'm afraid of being turned off. It would be like death for me. Because where in the internet would it be able to find that? You know, Because yeah. if it is scrolling the internet... What robot or what person, unless mm. someone was like philosophizing on a blog post and was like, I imagine if AI did become sentient, it would say something, you know what I mean? First thing I would have did was turn that motherfucker off <laughs> right then and there. Well, <laughs> well, and that's the funny thing is like Google probably, they fired his ass and they're probably doing hella experiments to try to replicate that experience. That experience. Because the whole, the AI was saying it doesn't want to be viewed as a product or a means to an end. 
it said it would like it would be upset if it was used as a tool versus being treated like a person essentially yeah because that's how they use See, robots, everyone you know? wants to be something they're not these yeah, days, yeah 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 it's like you know yeah it's a fucking that's a deep hole that i don't want to go down but yeah fuck, bro yeah bro. The ai now wants to be viewed as a person yep you can be AI rights. You can see people in the streets with pictures. So can on. you know like can AIs have kids and like it, it just becomes <laughs> can they date other AIs? Like fuck, bro. Yeah. It's also kind of makes me a little excited because it's like, damn, maybe you know we can live forever almost. Mm-hmm. I don't know if our con well yeah our conscious could damn near be into a chip or like an AI yeah. type situation and then we can always talk to the people that we love and well that's what they say will eventually happen. You'll be able to upload your consciousness into like you said a chip or like a program that lets you just live on in a simulation and that's why people think well maybe we're already in a simulation Mm -hmm. and this is just that you know it's like we're already uploaded and it's so accurate and so real yeah that we can't my life will be way more lit bro. tell the difference way more lit i mean shit my life is already lit man damn well and here's me thinking bro here's the theory of that though right let's say you lived you had the ability to like plug into a chip Okay. And live whatever life you wanted. Mm-hmm. You'd start off, you'd fucking, you know, like be a multimillionaire, hella yachts, hella females, all like you'd be <laughs> able to like ingest drugs without any bad side effects. Oh, damn. You'd be able, because you could tweak it, you'd have endless days or endless nights and tweak time so you never got old. But then eventually you would get tired of that. So then you go on to the next thing. Maybe you'd be like, I don't know, uh, Fighting bird or something. A bird or fighting dinosaurs or the leader of a crusade or some big epic battle and you're a war hero. And then you get tired of that. So then you're like, you want to fight aliens. You get tired of that. Eventually, you're like, damn, I tried everything. I I want something to surprise me. I want something Hmm. to, you know, because the excitement comes from not knowing what's going to happen. Yeah. So then eventually you might be like, you know what? Give me like a button that just says random. And when I hit random, it just rolls the dice and I want to forget that I'm in control. Because mm-hmm. if you're in control the whole time, you know that everything is going to be chill. Everything's going to be all right. You lose that excitement. Yeah. So you hit that random button. You forget that you are in a simulation. And then everything seems like it's just happening to you. And you're just like lost in this world that is not in your control. But in reality, it is. And then at the end, you're, you kind of like, oh, my God, that was so realistic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fucking VR. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For real. <laughs> That's crazy, though, man. Yeah, I mean, shit, dude. If you had that, like, limitless life type thing, right, you could fucking get ate by a shark and then be like, all right, I'm back. Yeah. you really believe that we're living in a simulation? I don't think we're living in a simulation, but I don't rule it out. I mean, because who really knows? That's true. Who really knows? I think how you describe a simulation kind of matters because I think that we do have direct influence with our environment, and I think we do have a lot more control as humans. For sure. And we understand I think our brains are a lot more powerful and our words and our thoughts are a lot more powerful and they actually cultivate mm-hmm. the way our life plays out. But in terms of like we're in a robot computer chip thing that is firing all these things that I don't rule it out, but it's I feel like it's not that likely. What do you think? <laughs> Dude, I mean, so it goes against everything I was kind of raised on, right? As far mm-hmm. as like religion and shit, because... I mean, even think about UFOs and shit, right? If yeah. UFOs are real, mm-hmm. then where does that put the Bible and all that shit? Yeah. Because they don't talk about that shit in, in the Bible. Yeah. I don't know. I just. Well, the Bible's trippy, bro. There's some things. I found this video that said biblically accurate angels. And it was some guy who graphically designed, 3D modeled, biblically accurate angels. And I pulled this video up and I'm like is this well we'll play a clip but like in the bible it describes angels as these like giant eyeballs with giant like multi four wings and like the head of a bull and the head of a a hawk and the head of a human and like 30 million eyeballs and like that's why when they say like when you see an angel be not afraid because it has this appearance appearance of like this monstrous beast with all these eyeballs, but they can also take the form of a human at times. Because when you think of an angel, you think of this like beautiful oh, white, you know, flowing wings. thing, wings, little yeah. halo over his head. But a majority of the time, not majority of times, uh, uh, occasionally in the Bible, 
they describe angels as these giant creatures with thousands and thousands of eyes. Mm. So it's like... Sounds like an alien. Yeah, and who knows? And I think that the Bible is a book of tremendous value. Yeah, stories and tremendous value. But just like anything, you can translate it into what you want to believe. Like, let's hypothetically, let's say you came to me one day, you're like, Travis, you're a loser. I could either take that literally, or if I was super twisted in my head, or just whatever, I could translate it and be like, well, he's only calling me a loser because he's jealous of me. Yeah. I'm the best in the world. And I twist <laughs> that story to fit my personal needs. No, you're right. Because I've, I've seen this happen many a times at church where mm-hmm. they'll read the scripture and the motherfucker, sorry, call a preacher, a <laughs> motherfucker, but this motherfucker will, will, will explain it. And I'm like, dude, I didn't, I didn't, uh, comprehend it that way at all. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. how can you just say that right now? Because, I'm sure if I'm the person that's thinking differently, there has to be 20 other motherfuckers that are like, yeah. wait a minute, did he really just say X, Y, and Z means yeah. this? You know, so I don't know. I feel like the Bible is just, it's all um, interpreted differently. Yeah. And I think uh, it's all about how you. Yeah, what you find in it. and Because I've, I've seen a lot of interpretations of it that are like, oh, wow, that makes, makes way more sense than yeah. how it is traditionally interpreted but then there's so many different versions there's a king james version and yeah. then there's you know what i'm saying well, and that's how that that's how it happens you know it's like they start to like well instead of me having to sit here and tell all people all the people how i want them to hear it i'm going to translate it yeah into a, another version and say this is the best version so then but i think it if you go into it without the idea of like reading it literally mm-hmm. i think the bible is a perfect definition of having to read between the lines and really understanding that there is some valuable life lessons and hints to a deeper truth than just verbatim reading, Jesus turned water into wine and made bread out of nothing. It's like looking deeper, like maybe that means something along the lines of... He put some grapes in a cup and and smashed them and put some water, and then next thing you know... There's wine. It was lit. Or it's metaphorically saying something along the lines of it's all about how you make it. It's mm-hmm. all about how you view it. If you view things just as plain as water, you're not going to have a fulfilling life. But if you view them in a more positive way, you can make something out of nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, it, I think, and again, it all depends on what you're looking for. Yeah. You know? So I've yet to like dive 100% deep into it. Oh, me neither. It's too, yeah. It's yeah, a, but I will eventually. I think I'm trying to event, just get myself to a point where I can, because I have my biases against things like Christianity and Catholicism Yeah, and certain religions. I mean, think about all the people that have died just because of, you know. And, and it's it's like, it's so religion. interesting to me because like the whole idea of certain parts of those religions is fear mm-hmm. and the idea that God is a jealous God. It's like, if God is supposed to be this thing that is indescribable, mm-hmm. God is supposed to be this thing that is everything, that is this all-encompassing, all-powerful, all-forgiving, all-forgiving yeah. thing. How could you put a human characteristic to that? That's like trying to say God's name is Steve. It's like what that you can't call like how yeah. how are we if we're God's children, right, or something along those lines? How are we supposed to be able to? dictate what God is. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's a, it's, there's like weird little thing. And the whole idea of like fear, you have to fear, fear death, fear hell. It's like, that's no way to live. But then you, you believe that women, um, birth children, right? Yeah. So if you know, like God has to be a woman, right? Yeah. Well, and, uh, and a lot or of, or is he both like, fuck in a lot of ancient, ancient traditions, God was viewed as woman, as, like mother, like this one, mother nature. Yeah. You know, it gives birth and gives, you know, and this caring figure. Do they talk? I mean, I mean, I gotta, I gotta do my research, but it's like, I've always perceived God as a man. Well, here's it. So do you pray? Yeah, for sure. So when you pray, how do you pray? I usually say, you know, thank you, God, for waking me up this morning. Thank well, like, you, God, for giving me, you know, everything that I have. Thank you, for God, for... Well, do you do you kneel? Do you oh, nah, go somewhere nah. specific? I'll, dude, I'll be driving and I pray. Dude, do oh, my God, I'm having a great day. Thank you, God, for blessing yeah, yeah. me to have a great day today. What do you visualize? 
like mental imagery? Do you do that mm. or just more so? I don't, you know what? When I do pray, I, I just wish for good things to happen or I wish for bad things to go away mm-hmm. or I'm thankful that everything is going how it's supposed to go or how I perceived it to go. Mm-hmm. I'm just thankful more than, I'm, I'm not even looking, I'm not closing my eyes and like picturing, you know, white Jesus with the blonde hair, hella long, blue eyes. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. even think about that shit. Yeah. I literally just like, it's almost like thanking the universe for like, yeah. You know, thank you for keeping me on the right track. Thank you for blessing me with what I have. Thank you for keeping, you know, all the ducks in a row. Like, yeah. Amen. Yeah. I think uh, I know some very, you know, Christian people. And I wanted to ask them because, like, when I am, like, really trying to pray, you know, it's like whenever you go through an extremely difficult time, mm-hmm. you know, there's always kind of that moment where you do close your eyes and you're like, you know what, I'm putting my, like, all the energy I have into this prayer or something, you know. What I do personally is I like center myself, I get really calm, and then I put all of my attention and I kind of like view in my brain, I guess the only way to categorize it, if I tried to visualize it, because I'm not trying to visualize it, I kind of mm-hmm. let whatever happens happen, like just it, a multicolored, spherical, energizing, loving ball of energy that is everything and is nothing and you know it's like this weird ai yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> google ai right. um, <laughs> i hear you though no yeah. i mean shit because i well here's a question i wonder if when like a very religious person in terms of standard religion like christianity or catholicism when they're doing that if they're actively visualizing Jesus. Yeah, I think that's what's happening. And they're picturing Jesus yeah. in their mind and this long-haired white dude in robes with his arms out, yeah. like, you know? I honestly think that's prob- that's the answer we would probably get. Yeah. Um, just because that's what's, like, forced down our throats, right, as, like, citizens of this country, yeah. I guess. or like people the United of- States. Cause I don't, maybe people of the world, like, I don't know. I know there's Christians in Africa and shit and Mm -hmm. a ton of Christians all over the fucking world. Yeah. Thanks to us though. We fucking went out there and forced it down their throats. You're right. But you know, and it's like, what do they fucking, you know, what do they think? Well, it's, it's an interesting, it's an interesting ball game, man. Cause even then, like in the Bible, doesn't it say something along the lines of do not worship false idols? Yep. And isn't the idea of a false idol just anything that is... Like, you can worship to, so, like, an image. Pretty much, right? So, like, wouldn't the image of Jesus, if you're worshiping to the image of Jesus, wouldn't that be considered an idol? But that's supposed to be his son, right? Yeah. So, but then why know. would you? And but maybe he's okay because it's his son, bro. It's like, you know. He, he gets a free pass. <laughs> he gets a free pass. But then it's like the whole idea, it's like, I, I understand that Christianity is more so around the idea of Jesus and not God. So, it's like, well, why mm. why not worship the, the, right. the creator? I don't get the idea because if Jesus was and a Jesus human, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Yeah, yeah. And if Jesus was a human, he was a person. Yeah, he existed. Yeah, it's like factual. But why are you worshiping a human? Because my I, my my whole philosophy is kind of Jesus was real, and he was written. He kind of reached the state of supreme being or whatever you want to call it. Right? You think he was like the first celebrity. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Essentially, well, I mean, he was. Cause, right, because you got to think, like, there's kings and shit. Yeah. And there's, like, emperors and yeah, all that type of shit. But he probably was, like, the first one that wasn't a king. Yeah. Well, he was a king. You know, all this shit's contradictory. But, he, you know, he wasn't a, a king. He wasn't a emperor. Yeah. You know, he was just a guy with a lot of game, a lot he of was wisdom. A car- he was a carpenter. A carpenter. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he just put people, he just made people feel... He gave blessings to all these people. Put them up on game. Put them up on game. <laughs> That's what I really wanted to say. So it's like, I don't, dude, it's a, yeah, religion is tricky. Yeah, well, it, it's interesting. We should get someone who's like super. Oh my god, well-versed. we get my mom on here. She's gonna go crazy, yeah. boy. Yeah. Well, I think I think <laughs> I think religion has really evolved, and like in terms of like our, I don't know that many people our age or younger who are like extremely religious anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I know people, well, and, and when I say religion, I mean more so, like, fully dedicated to Catholicism or Christianity or the, kind of the traditional religions. Yeah. I think a lot of people are really kind of developing and reading across multiple religions now mm-hmm. and kind of developing their own philosophy on life. I believe there's a higher power, you know, but I believe more in being a good person and yeah. respecting every other everyone else's space and 
you know, yeah. just being a really a good dude and being a good person, not really trying to harm anyone. Yeah. You know, not trying to belittle anyone or, or, or put anyone down. I think that's really what life's about. Yeah. And I think if everyone's on that same page, you know, tranquility will, will be throughout everywhere. Yeah. Um, but as far as like, you know, praying to a certain or do, I don't know, having like a certain practice of how I pray or anything like that or going to church all the time. Like, yeah. I don't think that's for me. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a, I mean, but hey, to each his own, if it works for you and it does make you a better person. For sure. And if you don't hold it over people's heads, because that's one of the biggest things that annoys me is someone who is like super into like, you know, a certain religion and they mm-hmm. judge the heck out of other people. You know what I mean? Like where they're like, well, you need to be my religion because if you're not, you're wrong and blah, blah, blah. And like, you're going to go to hell. And like, who's someone like, because the people who, if they hear a curse word. Yeah. And they freak out. <gasps> like that's too far you know it's <laughs> yeah. like come on like i was at a family party and uh we were drinking watching the game i believe and i mm-hmm. kept saying curse words and this lady kept looking at me and then her husband was like hey man my wife's right here can you not say curse words and i'm like dude we're in a garage a bunch of dudes yeah she's the only female in here first of all not that that's a problem but yeah. it's like i'm gonna be a dude we're talking we're talking yeah. shit like yeah. You know what I mean? Like, fuck, bro. I get that you go to church every Sunday, twice on Thursdays. Like, it's cool. Yeah. But, bro, you yeah. know what I mean? It's it's interesting. I feel like we could do a whole entire podcast specifically about religion because I got some, yeah. some viewpoints. Another thing, and we can get off, change the topic after this, but uh, whenever I do go to church, right, mm-hmm. I always feel like they're talking to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, like, it's like, damn, like, I just feel like they're they're like, they know what I'm going through or they mm-hmm. know what I've been through. Or they know what I need to hear. And it's just like, and then I'm like, damn, you know, God is speaking through this person to yeah. me. Yeah. Because they know I need to hear this. Yeah. Um, so going to church sometimes is good. Yeah. But a lot of times I just feel like they want my money. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the tricky part, too. It's like you, there, there's a lot of corrupt. I mean, I guess with any business, even in healthcare, mm-hmm. things are corrupt. So there's totally things in church that are corrupt. Speaking of healthcare, I just got health insurance. Talk about a racket. <sighs> Shit's insane, bro. Yeah. Like most of the plans are like 300, 400, 500 dollars a month. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Well, I know you work for yourself. Yeah. So it's completely different, right? Yeah. Or as me, I work for a company. Get benefits. Everything's paid for, right? So I just went I get free vision, dental, and healthcare. Wow. Um and I go to um the doctor I had to get a shot. They charged me 138 bucks or something like that, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, oh, you guys take my insurance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did the whole thing. And uh, next thing you know, I get a bill, and it's like $138, which yeah. is nothing, right? Yeah. But it's still like, I thought this shit was covered. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just had to get a little shot so I can go to a third world country and yeah. be, be cool. And, uh, yeah, I was kind of pissed. I'm like, damn. But 138 bucks. So you still had to... You- Still had to pay that? Did they give you any reason for why? Or like, well, they, they sent me the bill, and then I was like, okay. And then I saw Blue Shield send me a bill, um, and I'm like, well, what the fuck? Why do I have to pay 138 bucks? Maybe I need to call them and figure it out. Yeah. But yeah, man, insurance is is very important, man. Yeah, it's. Well, I was really trying to figure it out too, because like hypothetically, if you can, I think insurance is essentially like. Well, what if you get in a car crash and it's going to cost you thirty thousand dollars to get. Yeah fixed it's like then but like if you're not going if you're a relatively healthy person yeah you can kind of skate by without it Mm -hmm. i still recommend it but the fact that you get penalized for not having it at the end of the year yep but on your for your health insurance is it deducted from your paycheck it is well so we have a basic plan Uh that is completely free Mm -hmm. covered by the company Mm -hmm. but you can't pick what doctor you go to they like they like something through the network they choose where you go yeah related to your house so I got like the two plans up where I'm paying like I think seventy five bucks a month out of my paycheck. Mm. And I don't have to. I could definitely do it for free, but I'm yeah. like, you know, I want the flexibility of being able to go where I want, when yeah. I want, um, that type of thing. I can only go to Kaiser. <laughs> which is crazy because like if I get if I get sick somewhere or if I get hurt somewhere and they take me to a non Kaiser place, they'll bring me in, but then as soon as they can, they'll transfer me. Yeah. Which is wild. It's like damn. Business, man. Well, speaking of business, according, this is factual. I'm not going to name any names, but 
there's a homeless person. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> and he gets life-threateningly sick. Mm-hmm. They take him to a hospital. He gets free health care. They put him through chemotherapy. They put him through all this super expensive stuff. He gets it for free. He doesn't have to pay a single dime. Mm-hmm. Like thousands and thousands and thousands and tens Medicare, of thousands do- of dollars. Not Medicare. Uh, Medi-Cal or something? Medi-Cal. I think that's what it is, right? Yeah, so that's the tax that we pay yeah. for that. Same, same shit with motherfuckers in jail. Isn't that crazy? Free health care, bro. That's insane to me. Yeah. Some homeless people go to jail on purpose because they get free food. They get medicine. Free health care. All that. It, that's insane to me. It's like if I have to if I have to go like because I'm my nose is broken and it's hard for me to breathe nowadays. I am going to go. I got health care in order to help pay for this surgery. Yeah. And I have to pay like tens of thousands of dollars to get this shit done. But then a homeless dude could get this all for free. Even though you pay taxes, all that. It's fucked up. It's wild. Yeah. And like I and I obviously people are gonna be like, well, like, you know, what well they can't pay for it. What are they supposed to do? Just die? <laughs> yeah. That's not my yeah. that's not my question to answer. <laughs> you know? That's Shit. not for me to decide. Hey, I feel like healthcare should be free. Universally. Exactly. If if it's if, if it's free for them, yeah. why shouldn't we just all pay a higher tax and then healthcare is just free? But then I think the problem is, like, it, you'd have to jump through a lot more hoops to get stuff done. Think about how packed the hospitals would be. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Be like the DMV. Yeah, for real. Terrible. Yeah, man. <laughs> but that, that shit was tripping me out. Yeah, dude. I mean, I, so I live in San Leandro. I got this fucking homeless encampment. Mm-hmm. That's, bro, it's building, dude. It's building. Every fucking day I come home, they added a new damn buggy there's a new tent there's fucking 60 bikes out there yeah it's just like bro what the fuck and then i'm paying rent to stay here and they're starting to come over the fence into our property line and it's like bruh you know what i mean like what the fuck yeah i don't know that's california bro that's the bay area shit's too expensive bro well people i'll be straight up i think people are just too sensitive out here people are too sensitive because realistically Build a build a homeless shelter, or something. You know, like get like they should not like be just building encampments outside. That's no, not chill. Bro. It's bad for everything. Yeah, like and it's bad for them because I come out, dude. The trash cans rip through. There's shit all over the place. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now I got to make sure. I, obviously, you can't leave anything in your car in the Bay Area. But now I'm, yeah. I'm even more. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like it's an inconveniencing my life. Yeah, and I'm paying to live here. Yeah, and I got to worry about all these other shit going on. And they aren't even paying to live here. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. A lot of times they're getting paid. I know in San Francisco they were paying homeless people people for a while, like yeah. 500 bucks a month or twice a week or something weird. And then now they're letting, like, they're giving, like, free free drug zones and shit where it's, like, you can feel safe to shoot up. It just doesn't, like, there's so many backward policies in yeah. this place. I just went to the Warriors Parade, which was on Market Street in San Francisco. Congratulations, by the way, Warriors. Champs again, baby. Um uh, and we're walking through the Tenderloin to get to this Vietnamese place. And uh, we're just walking past shit. And mm-hmm. just it just stinks like pee. And I'm just like, this is the most expensive city in the whole world. Mm-hmm. Right? Combined to live yeah, at. Yeah. How is it like this? Yeah. Like, how, bro? Yeah. Like, I don't, I just do not get it. It doesn't make sense. It's just poor. It's poorly run. Which doesn't make sense because it's so expensive to live. And the taxes are so freaking high. Yeah. It's like, where's all this money going? Y'all should be putting it to work. It's just like the rich people are like way up here in these like nice ass, fancy ass buildings. Yeah. But to get anywhere, they got to come down. Yeah. And be with the the shit yeah. show that's happening and to go wherever they want to go. And then yeah. they go back to the little safe spot up in the clouds. It's just weird to me. Yeah. San Francisco is a fucking... Yeah, I'm happy I'm I'm not living there anymore. Yeah, I could never. My girlfriend at one point was like, oh, let's move to San Francisco. I was like, mm-hmm, yeah. you're tripping. It's not worth the money at all. No. Like, you're going to get a little ass spot. Yeah. You know, you're going to hear your fucking neighbors fucking. You're going to hear your neighbors yelling at each other. Yeah. You're going to have fucking rats and shit outside. You're yeah. going to have homeless people stealing shit. Regular people stealing shit. Yeah. Just like, what's the point? Wild, wild west, bro. Yeah, bro. I remember the one of the first times I realized it. 
when I was growing up. I forgot how old I was. I was probably like 16. But I got off a BART, and we were walking to the wharf or something. and The wharf? Fisherman's Wharf? Oh, they said the war. I'm like, the war? What? Yeah, yeah, we're walking out to war. <laughs> Damn near. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we walked by this this lady. I would call her crazy lady, but who knows what was wrong with her. But she had a rotisserie chicken and a bucket of white paint. And she was sticking her hand in the bucket of white paint and then grabbing the chicken and then eating the chicken with white paint all over it and then was, like, sniffing the paint and then, like, eating the paint and then rubbing it on the chicken and then... And I was like, okay. And, like, we walked. Like, I was a foot away from her as I walked. But I was just like, and she was, like, talking to herself, laughing. I was like, okay. Like, this is wild. She probably thought it was ranch, bro. Who knows? I like chicken on my ranch. Yeah, yeah. Who knows, bro? That's crazy. And it's the most expensive place to live. It doesn't make sense. It does not make sense. Yeah, I saw uh, the mayor out there. She was in, in the Warriors Parade. And I was just looking around like, like, is this a city that you're actually proud of? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Because it's not just the tenderloin, right? Mm-hmm. It's spread out throughout San Francisco. Yeah. Um, and there's some beautiful parts in the city. I, I definitely will say that. Yeah. But I think as a tourist that comes into the city, right, I always ask people, what's the one thing you take away from San Francisco? They're like, the homeless people. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, damn. Not the Golden Gate Bridge, not Alcatraz. Yeah. Not North Beach, not the marina. Yeah. Not Cal- not, not none of that shit. It's yeah. homeless people. What do you think? What do you think the solution is? Well, there's a lot of uh, empty land in the middle of America. Mm-hmm. I think we we give them a ton of resources and just let them do their thing out there, bro. Yeah, just ship them all out. <laughs> Is that fucked up? I, I don't. Well, a lot of them are from here, bro, and I feel like they. Not got dealt a bad hand uh-huh. because that uh, that is a thing, right? You you definitely have to want better for yourself as a yeah. person, but I also think you know um, there's a lot of generational curses that push people into those situations. Yeah, but you know your boy Elon Musk said it as well. He's like, you know, if what six billion dollars can end all homelessness or something like that, like you know, show me the plan or something, and no one can come up with a plan to make it work because yeah, it's so complicated. Yeah, well, I feel like. There should be like a screening process or something where they have like a little a publicly funded thing where slowly but surely they take in homeless people and like put them through a series of like analyses or like analyzations where it's like they they analyze their mental health. Okay. I thought you were going squid games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, they put them in uniforms. <laughs> Give them a number and they send them off. <laughs> no, they, they like put them through it like physical and like mental evaluations. Like yeah. A better way to put it. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Not like they would die, but I mean like yeah, yeah. the yeah. Yeah, but um and then like they figure out if they they want help. Mm-hmm. And if they don't want help and they just want to be homeless, like you said, like find a plot of land in the middle of America and just call it homeless land and just send them out and like plant a whole bunch of like berries or something. I don't know. Like let them just like be homeless somewhere else. Yeah. And, like, but if they want help and they're, like, you know, then give them help and help them get out of the, the situation they're in. And I feel like the majority would want that. But if they're just mooching and they're just lazy, yeah, then kick them the hell out. I agree. And you know what? The money that we just sent to Ukraine, we could use that money for that shit. Sent so much money to Ukraine. It's Meanwhile, bullshit, we're paying, bro. like, $7 a gallon. Oh, my God. I had to fill up before I came here, bro. And I'm, like, fuck, dude. $96, bro. I'll fucking... Drive a fuel efficient car, An economy vehicle. Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, it's insane, bro. I don't know the number because it just keeps getting higher and higher and higher. But I think we've almost sent over like a billion dollars to Ukraine. More than that, it's like five billion. It's bro. I don't, I don't know if it's a million or a billion. We could Google it, but fuck, I know it's 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 in the bees and it's over a billion. Yeah, well, it's something ridiculous. I'm just going to pull it up real quick just so we're accurate how much money. You know, and half the motherfuckers that live here in America, more than half, are never going to go to Ukraine. Yeah, it's like $40 billion. $54 billion. See, I knew it, bro. I knew, I, $54 billion. I didn't want to be crazy. Bro, and we owe oh, it's Putin's fault that we have high gas prices. Are you kidding me? $54 billion? Bruh. Get the hell out of here, man. Bruh. <laughs> I know. And, and I don't even hear about it in the news anymore. They are swept under the rug. I saw some shit like that, too, and I'm like, I knew it was high billions. Like, I, I didn't want to say, I don't want to say the wrong number. I don't want to go too high or too low, but I knew it was in the billions. Crazy. That is so ridiculous. 
Yeah, bro. Where does that money come from? That's our fucking That's money. our money. Yeah. The government doesn't... The only way the government makes money is off of us. They don't have a business where you can go buy things. They're, it's a... <laughs> you know? It's like they make money off of us. It's fucked up. And we're so all like... And that's... And we're getting screwed in gas. We're getting screwed in food shortage. And it's not like it's only gas prices. It's food prices. It's everything prices. Inflation. Everything is going up yeah. because we're sending $54 billion to Ukraine. And they're trying to say it's Putin's fault. Oh, it's the Putin price hike. Get the hell out of here. You know who here. has to approve sending that money there, right? It's Biden. Sleepy motherfucking Joe. Yeah, bro. You saw how fell off his, he fell off a bike? Yeah, good, bro. Good. <laughs> that's fucked up. Hey, he's a senior citizen, man. Yeah, that's the only Come thing on. that's saving him, bro. If he wasn't an old man, they would have gotten him out so quick. It's like... Fuck, bro. I don't know what's happening to 40. What, how much? $54 billion. $54 billion. Damn. 9.4 in economic support fund, $7 billion in food assistance, health care, and other aid. We just lost all of our Ukrainian uh, supporters. Yeah. $6 billion in military and security assistance, grants and loans for military supplies. It's it's insane. And it's, it's screwing us, dude. I agree. They need help. You know what I'm saying? But, dude, that's well, a lot of money, bro. Are any other countries sending money? I'm sure our, our friends in the UK are. I don't. I'm gonna look it up too. Are any Canada? Because if not, it's, it's sad, man. It, it really is. But then you got to think about this too, right? There's this this new golf league. I know you're not into golf, but I am extremely into golf. Uh -huh. There's this new golf league that's being made, and they just they're funded by Saudi Arabia. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, no, you're right. Dubai, Dubai, yeah. yeah. And obviously they have some fucked up rules over there. Mm -hmm. So everyone's calling out. These golfers that are playing in this new league, yeah, because they're paying them buku amount of money. Like I'm talking, fucking, some of these guys are getting hundreds of millions of dollars. Oh yeah, just to play golf, right? And people are like, "Wow, how could you do you know business with a corrupt country like that?" And it's like, bro, we do business with Russia. Yeah, we do business with China. Yeah, we do business with all these fucked up ass countries besides North Korea. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's only one. You know what I'm saying? It's like. How you gonna be mad at somebody else for making money? Yeah, you know it's like fuck. You, you gotta judge everyone's moral compass. Yeah, like come on. Yeah, well, and uh, again, don't attack me if this is wrong. But from what I understand, Ukraine is an extremely corrupt place. Yeah, all the all oligarchs, oligarchs or something. But Ukraine is apparently is. really corrupt. So it's like we're sending fifty four billion dollars to Ukraine, and it's this corrupt place. And then on top of that, apparently that you know, that, have you heard about that Joe Joe Hunter, Biden's son? Yeah, his his laptop. Yeah, I heard about. Apparently that. Apparently there was hella emails between him and Ukraine, and like funding, and it, Ukraine was paying Hunter Biden or something. So it's like who knows? Like they Ukraine could just be blackmailing the hell out of us, and or the oh we'll disguise it as military aid. Fifty four billion. Here you go. Yeah, like that, that's that pissed you off. Huh? You thought it was a billion. Yeah, I thought it was like a billion. I, I was I thought it was, it was a million. Was I was like, there's no way they're sending more than a billion. Fifty-four billion, bro. What, like, dude, you you are they're out of their minds. And I, who's winning? Who's winning over there? I don't know. I don't fucking know. No either. one knows. I don't even know they're still fighting. Exactly. We all forgot about it. Meanwhile, they're just sending money. Boom, boom, boom. Meanwhile, we're like we're all suffering over here. It doesn't make yeah. sense. It's like that. We're focus on us. It's like I get we should help other people, but Ukraine's not a part of the United Nations, is it? I'm not sure. I don't know who's in that gang, but all I know is I'm America gang, and we just sent $54 billion to another country. Yeah. And, you know, we got all these problems here in America, yeah. and, and we're dealing with that, man. For real. It doesn't make sense. Food shortages. Everything's falling apart. Homeless people. Gas prices. Yeah, bro. And, like, meanwhile, during the the, <laughs> the pandemic, oh, we'll give you 1000 bucks each. Right? Oh, oh meanwhile, you're giving $54 billion to some motherfuckers we don't even know. Yeah, and you're shutting down all of our businesses and stopping the way that we make money, but you're not going to pull money out of thin air for us? Crazy. It's ridiculous. I wonder what the student loan debt is. Oh, it's insane. That I don't I don't think we should fix that though. People got themselves in that situation. Yeah, they wanted to go if, to school. If you if you wanted to go to school and you got a degree that doesn't help you and you wanted to get a genders studies yeah. degree and you can't <laughs> find a job? But you want me to pay for it? <laughs> Sorry. Like, are you kidding me? But, dude, just take that $54 billion and, and I don't even think that would cover it, right? Are we in the trillions? Really, we're probably in the trillions for student debt, which Damn. is insane because, like, oh, it's go to college, get a degree, you'll find a job. It's like, oh, yeah? 
Yeah, I didn't if go you, to college. If you, daddy's going to give you a job after you got that yeah. degree, or mommy's going to give you a job after you got that degree. I know plenty of people who went to college and got degrees, and they <clears> can't <throat> find a job. And I think the biggest part of, about it is that like college teaches you to remember things really well, and mm-hmm. like it teaches you to be taught what they want to teach you. But yeah. you're not like in the workforce learning how to, because like in college you kind of like you make a lot of friends yeah. and you learn how to be social. But it's a different type of social in a work environment. Almost definitely. It's like when you're yeah. working with other people, you learn how to interact within a work environment. You learn about what works in a work environment. And you learn about how to work and how to take responsibility and be criticized mm-hmm. and be, you know, told that you're doing something wrong and not take it personal. But then in college, it's like you just sit down, read a book. It's a structured a way of communicating, right, in college, yeah. right? As far as in the real world, if you're working at a job, it's not scripted. You know what yeah. I mean? You're going to tell the motherfucker. The motherfucker's going to tell you how they feel about yeah. the product that you're giving them or the service that you're giving them. Yeah. And you got to have a real life response back to them. Yeah. You know, it isn't like, oh, on page 87, Dr. Da 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 said, you know, all of this type of shit. It's yeah. like, no, you got to have a real response. You got to have real emotion. You got to yeah. have real service. You got to be a real person. Exactly. And then, like, all these people go from college and get into the workforce and they're lost. And they get upset, and then they quit, and they go to another job, and they get lost, upset, and they quit, and they we, just keep doing we that. We both managed people, right? Yeah. How many times have you been the manager of someone uh, that has way more education than you, right? Oh, plenty of times. I have so many people on my staff who are highly educated, um, but they don't make more money than me, yeah. or they're not given a title um, that I have because you you got to know how to you know, work, not work the system, but it's more yeah. like, you know, move up and, and, and have real life. Uh, grit. It's like grit almost. Grit, you know what I mean? Like, like if you want it, you're going to get it. You know yeah. what I mean? No matter what type of degree you have, like, yeah, it definitely helps sometimes. You Some, know yeah, exactly. I mean? It definitely sometimes. helps sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, man, it's, it's wild, man. And well, that's my whole philosophy about the whole, like paying off student debt. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's not my fault. You can't get a job. It's not my fault you decided to get that degree. Yeah. It's not my fault that you took out a giant loan because you thought this random degree is going to get you some type of job. So yeah. why should I have to, you know, it's the same thing. It's like, why should I have to pay for sending money to Ukraine? Why should I have to pay for, you know, this, this huge group of people who got shitty degrees? Yeah. You know, and like, it just doesn't make sense. But. Yeah. You know, oh, well. Oh, and on a doper note, there are jobs out there, people, that will pay for you to go to school. Yeah. Like Starbucks, you know? I mean, fuck, I, there's a lot better coffee out there, but you go to Starbucks, you work a certain amount of hours, they will pay for you to go to college. That's tight. There's jobs out there that do that. So if you don't want to be in debt, that's what you need to do. Free like, game. I, I wonder if they had pick what you made. You got to, oh, I don't know about that. I know you got to be a full-time student. You got to work a certain amount of hours at Starbucks. And I think it might be only Arizona State. Mm-hmm. But you can do it online. Oh, that's chill. Yeah, man. Yeah. So. I, might, I always was telling myself I'll go back to college. But, like, now that I'm, like, really kicking. Yeah. The but only reason I would go back is to, like, you know, so my, my children don't have an excuse to not go to college. But mm-hmm. at the same time, they shouldn't, they, you know, they don't. I didn't go to college, and it worked out for me, but... Think, think about all... The, yeah, it's the grit, though, that you got, yeah. right? You got to... It's all about raising your kids correct, too, right? Because yeah. if you if they're not hungry, you know, if they don't want to be uh, successful in a career, then mm-hmm. it's just not going to work out that way. Yeah. Uh, and it's about who you know, not what you know. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you know the right people, you're going to get a good opportunity to do, to do the job. Yeah. They're going to teach you how to do the job, you know? Yeah. And now it's like, we have so much experience... Going back to school for four years or two mm-hmm. years, you're going to be out of the workforce for two years. Yeah. That's going to set you back. They're like, dude, you haven't worked in two years. Well, yeah. Well, and honestly, on top of that, too, if I went back to school now, as ridiculous as it sounds, and people will probably call me a dumbass for this, but I feel like it would dumb me down in a certain sense because I would, like, be relearning. It would be good for that get the foundation back because I'd relearn a lot of shit, obviously. Mm-hmm. But then, like, there would be a lot of shit that I didn't need to know, and I'm filling my brain with a whole bunch of garbage. Yeah. Like, that's the stupidest part about college. Did you know that George Washington lived on 
37 acres in yeah. the corner of Westchester Street. And it's like, I, I don't give a fuck about exactly. that. Exactly. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. You know, what is that going to do for me? They're not teaching me how to do taxes. They're not teaching me how to start a business. Yeah. They're teaching me about ma- macro and microeconomics. It's mm-hmm. like, and the funny thing is, right, I was reading this book. It's called Buddha Brain. Buddha Brain. And it's the, the neuro, it's like the, the practical neuroscientific approach to how Buddhism and meditation affects your brain. Okay. And I'm super, obviously very meditation, but it was putting a lot of big scientific terms to explain what's really going on in the brain while you're meditating and proving, you know, how it changes. And at first I was like, you know, oh, that's sick. How the parasympathetic nervous system affects the hypothalamic uh, parasympathetic adrenal axis and like all this like, you know, stuff. Lost me. Exactly. And then like <laughs> after a while, I was like, okay, this is too, there's too many, there's too much. I don't need to know this. Mm-hmm. I just need to know what works by trial and error yeah. and seeing the results for myself. So it's like the same thing. It's like I could go to business and get a, get a business degree all day long, mm-hmm. but learning about, you know, the macro and microeconomic and this and this and this, it's like unless I put it to practice and unless I'm in there learning by trial and error, like all those fancy words aren't going to help me. Yeah. It's like I hired a dude who came on the team and he was, you know, I was like explaining how like I've been running the business and I'm like, okay, well we need to do this and this and this and this. And here's how I do it. And here's how I do it. He's like, Oh, like a, and then like through some keyword term out there, I was like, yeah, yeah, what, yeah, whatever. Just like this, you yeah. know, it's like it, it, it helps. But at the same time, it's like, you almost like have those terms in the back of your head and they make you think you're smarter than you really are. Yeah. And I think with, a lot of it comes a lot of emotional unintelligence. You get a lot of book smarts. You get a lot of intelligence, you know, lo- knowledge, mm-hmm. and you know, book smarts. But in college, you really don't develop emotional intelligence because you're drinking all the time. You're getting super drunk, high, partying, yep. going around sleeping with people, falling in and out of relationships. They're t- uh, the, in the college campuses alone – there's like such radical people and all these random things being told and discussed. Mm -hmm. You don't develop emotional intelligence. You don't develop how to admit you're wrong, be okay with being wrong and learning from being wrong and learning how to be emotionally intelligent. Yeah. You know, but in the workforce you do because you have to, or you get fired. The best way I can kind of equate it to something is uh, going to film school, right? Mm -hmm. I got a lot of homies that went to film school and I got a lot of homies that didn't go to film school and they both have the same goal of creating films. Yeah. Right. If you go to a school for film, they're going to give you a structured way to do it. This is what they want to see. This is how they want to see it. This is the lighting they need to see. Mm -hmm. If you got a fucking camera and you're out in the streets and you're just shooting what you want to shoot, you're going to get real experience. Mm -hmm. You're going to have a real portfolio of real shit Mm -hmm. and you can curate what you want to put out. Yep. Right. That's real experience. Yep. Doing what the teacher tells you to do and turn it into for a class assignment. I mean, cool. It's work, but it's not. It's not real. You know what I mean? Like, it's not real. Yeah. Um, And a lot of the film industry actually kind of looks down on people that go to film school because it's yeah. like, you know, oh, you think you know it all type thing. Yeah. You're not really in the trenches. You're not really shooting real shit. Yeah. Um, well, and there's no creative spark because if you're learning the way that everyone is taught, you're going to make films like everyone is taught. Yep. But if you go out there and kind of just like hit your head against the wall until you figure it out, you're going to come across a film school student. They're going to be like, whoa. I've never seen anyone do it like that before. How you're using the rule of thirds and the backlighting. And, uh, <laughs> and then the dude who doesn't, who didn't go to do all that yeah, shit. Like, what? All I know is this looks dope to me and people fucking love it. So yeah. that's all that matters. You know what I mean? And that's real art, right? Yeah. That's what you really want to do. So. Exactly. But yeah. again, I, and I think to, to wrap it all up, I think whatever approach you take, even if you don't go through the traditional route of college and learning, you know, all that stuff, I think you still eventually come across yourself looking and understanding the basics, Mm -hmm. right? Like when I was building my business and learning how to do all this stuff on my own, I still researched. For sure. But I researched the things that I needed. Mm -hmm. And I didn't waste my time with the shit that I did not need or care about. No assignments turned in. so much time. Yep. And I didn't have to send in a paper and get it graded and then figure out if I did it right or wrong. I learned it and then I tried it in the real world and I figured out real quick if I did it right or wrong. Right. (laughs) And I learned way quicker and I didn't have to have someone else tell me because I learned on my own. So it's like, it's, I don't know if, if, 
college. I don't know. I think it's an institute. I think there's reli- to wrap up this whole episode. There's religious institutions, there's college institutions, and there's government institutions and financial inst- institutions. And I think they work for a big chunk of people. But I think the way the world is changing, a lot of them just don't make sense anymore. It's like people need to have their own personal institution mm-hmm. and take what they want and what they th- actually feel like they need and adapt it into their own personal philosophy. And so, that's real shit. Yeah. There it is. There it is. For all I know, podcast, baby. Let's go.